This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 758 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have good neighbor Jim Kukalis, his company, Clean Air Management. Jim, how you doing? Good morning. Doing well. Thank you. And who doesn't want clean air? My goodness. That's right. Uh, <laughs> something we take for granted, uh, I, I, I would say, right? But uh, Most of us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're there in the background saying, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You know, uh, what we breathe is really important and uh, uh, we need to uh, make sure what we breathe is healthy. So let's get into your company, Jim. Clean Air Management. Fill us in. Well, uh, Clean Air Management's been around since 1987. You know, we started in Detroit, in the Detroit area, and we still work in, in Michigan. And we our focus is much different there. Uh, we do a lot of work with um, the auto companies, mainly mm-hmm. uh, a lot of more environmental, industrial hygiene work, but also the indoor air quality that we do down here in Florida. So our focus is indoor air quality and any uh, indoor air quality issues, people that are having problems at work in their place of business or at home that you know may feel not right and they feel the, the problem is, is probably an issue with the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're the ones that go in there and we, we find that issue. Wow. And then we tell them how to resolve that issue. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. You hear stories about that occasionally on the news and I've always wondered you know, how, how much... Uh, suffering goes on uh, until you you connect the dots because i guess it would take a a lot of people to kind of keep getting sick over and over for someone to go hmm maybe there's an air issue here right right exactly and and a lot of times and that's it's a funny thing a lot of times it's just one or two people it's not everybody you know the normal case is probably in in a home one person out of a family uh, sometimes uh in in a business uh sick building syndrome is like 20 percent of of the people but um Often there's just one or two people that, that may have a problem. And um, so it, it's a little bit tricky that way because sometimes people don't, uh, that the ones that aren't feeling the problem, uh, they think that there is that there is no problem or they can't understand what the problem is. But uh, hmm. so that that's a little little more difficult. And then I guess the, the question could be, well, is it the office or is it the home, right? Yes. Yes, is it the office when it's a home? But you know, the thing is that the the most common thing that we see is uh, people uh, will feel bad when they're in their office or feel bad when they're at their home, and then when they leave, they get much better. You know, they really? they go away for the weekend, and then hey, they're they're feeling better. They go on vacation. Hey, all this stuff cleared up, and then they come <laughs> back, and uh, it comes right back again. So then they know, hey, there there's something here, and that's generally when they give us a call. Okay. Okay. Jeez. So, uh, so you, you're doing that. You've got a few other services that you guys get involved in as well, correct? Yes. Um, well, indoor air quality is the main thing down here in Florida. Yeah. So, you know, and we, and we do some other things, but they're, they're, they're all pretty much related. The only thing that's not yeah. really related is, is we'll do some water testing. Um, okay. and for clients, just because it's something that we we've done, we've got a, a really great uh, lab that does a, a, a great test um, that's a little more advanced than what you'd get from, say, the health department, uh, which okay. is just focusing on a few different things. And this one is looking at everything, pesticides and all the different uh, 
metals and and not just uh, a little bit of the biological and and the hardness and turbidity so um yeah. it it's you know so but other than that you no know, indoor air quality is our focus and that's what we do um and we say if it's in the air we'll find it there you know um it's <laughs> great yeah and yeah. all the aspects of that so then your journey yeah uh, the company started in detroit in 87 i mean tell us a little bit about how you got involved well, um, you know, it's funny because I, I uh, it, it, there was no industry at the time. Yeah. And so I actually was working for an engineering firm and uh, they sent me, I started in the lab first um, and doing, doing microscope analysis of mainly asbestos at the time and then moved into mold. And um, <clears throat> so there was a big push back in the 80s uh, with asbestos and that's why we do a lot of work with the auto companies that was how we started there was there was a push especially in detroit up there where there's so much industry and then it just it just came into indoor air quality so um it was something i really liked to do my dad was a detective um and i loved that detective aspect of, right. of solving this problem hey we have this issue we don't know what it is and um so that i that led me into indoor air quality um so the the big focus of the of the um company in detroit and michigan is um, more the industrial hygiene and serving that industrial sector but um, my focus has always been indoor air quality so about seven years ago i moved down here to florida uh in a way it's a semi-retirement but um I just focus on the indoor air quality aspects of it uh, here. And uh, believe me, there's a lot of uh, need for, for what we do. Mm -hmm. wow. What about myths and misconceptions uh, in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? Well, the one thing I, I found when I come down here, uh, came down here in this market, um, that when people talk about getting a mold inspection because mold is uh, a big issue here. And in fact, I'd say probably 85 to 90% of the things that we see are related to mold in some, some way because of our humidity and the way that our homes are built. Um, that uh, people think an air test is a mold inspection. And what I've seen is that there are a lot of people that will just, just run an air test. Um, and they call it good. But <clears throat> then I get a phone call that says, hey, I got this air test <laughs> that says there's mold, but I don't know what this means. <laughs> and so what we do is we do a, a comprehensive inspection. It takes us you know, several hours in a, in a home or in a business. Uh, we have a, a whole checklist we go through. We're looking for mold and moisture. We're looking for the things that cause these problems. Um, mold isn't the only issue, but the things that cause mold can also cause other things uh, that can be harmful in the indoor environment. So it's just the easiest thing to test for. It's the easiest thing to find in the environment, but the conditions that cause that will also cause other things, um, bacteria, um, glucans, other endotoxins, other biocontaminants that can can be harmful and, and just the simple breakdown of materials um, because you're looking 
for excess moisture, excess heat, um, places that uh, things are breaking down with the structure or things inside the structure. Hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so sounds like you got plenty of uh, opportunity for fun down here in your oh, definitely. environments. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what's, that's more of a joke because I think I'm busier down here than I ever was. So then on the other side, on the flip side, what are you doing for fun in those free moments? Uh, When I have free moments, um, we have, uh, we have two young grandchildren now, or wait, well, no, I'm sorry. Let me me rephrase it. I have one young granddaughter and another one that's due tomorrow. Another uh, little grandson due tomorrow. So, um, and then, yeah, they keep us very busy, my wife and I. So, um, I love, love to read. I'm an avid reader. We, we walk, we get outside, uh, quite a bit. And then I'm also active in the Knights of Columbus. So, um, a good service organization. So do you have a, a good book recommendation? Anything you've read recently? You go, wow, this is a, this is a winner. Yeah. I, well, there, you know, I'll tell you the best book and it, it was a while ago that I read it, but under a scarlet sky, I love that book. Huh. Uh, and it's a true story. I don't know if you've if you've read that or familiar. No, with I it. haven't. I'm writing it down. Um, no, Under a Scarlet Sky was a great book. And uh, yeah, it's a friend of mine. Uh, I bumped into him, and he he had the book under his his arm, and he said, "I can't put this thing down." And I picked it up, and I read it, and just an amazing story of a young kid in Italy in World War II, and it's a true story, and yeah, it's okay. just uh, it's an amazing novel. It's it's great. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I'm, I, we, we live in Fort Myers Beach and I'm always, you know, when I'm riding my bike or walking the beach, I'm always looking at what people are reading, like, you know, make notes. All right, all right I'll, I'll check that book out and see. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I'm not running to, the, to uh, Under a Scarlet Sky. So I'm, I'm putting yeah. that on my list. Great, great awesome. book. Yeah, do it. Uh, so how about Enjoy when it, it comes to, uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. When it comes to uh, Hardship Life Challenge, Jim, what comes to mind a period of time you were challenge you got through it now looking back you can say because of that i'm better for it i'm stronger yeah you know um well there there have been a lot you know being a small business i mean there's a lot up and downs the most recent thing that comes to mind is uh is is through this covid thing because we do have the business in michigan and and they shut us down for four and a half months um and then once things got back up and going um they had supply chain issues that would shut the projects down that that we'd work on or the the buildings that we're working for um so i'll tell you that has been that has been an ongoing hardship um and uh mostly recovered but boy it's still uh, we're still feeling the effects because it's it's just had this residual effect through the whole um well it's you know working for the auto industry and and yeah. uh yeah so yeah, it's it's got its ups and downs, but um, <laughs> you know. yeah, that's that's the one thing we can count on in business that it will have its ups and downs uh. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. But one thing you wish our listeners knew about clean air management, what would that be? Um, what would you know? A, a good thing is that we don't have anything to sell people. Uh, we don't sell machines to clean your air. We don't sell a service uh to do remediation or or to do any of that uh what we do is we identify a problem we write a protocol on how to fix that problem 
And then our only concern is, is the client, the person that hires us, um, that whatever we can do to help them choose a company, uh, be it um, a lot of times it's, it's, it's related to air conditioning or something related to that, an air conditioning company, or if there is mold remediation involved, or if it's uh, something structural and they need uh, a contractor for that, um, just kind of help them make the decisions to get the repairs done and in the way that's best for them. Because, you know, a lot of times with people budget is, is definitely a limiting factor. And um, you can, you can say, Hey, this is what needs to be done. Uh, and it's a big, huge project and it's very expensive and, and, and very comprehensive. But at the end of the day, um, sometimes that's not an option. Mm. And, um, there are other ways to do it. So we're, we're just there for the client uh, to make sure that we identify their issue. Uh, they understand what's going on and also what causes it, not just the, the effect, uh, the, the problem that's giving them the, uh, the health uh, concern, but also the underlying cause of that um, yeah. and that they can repair that and, uh, and, help them, you know, walk through that, that whole repair, uh, process, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. So you're their, their advocate and, uh, guiding them along without the concern about, yeah, boy, Jim's going to make a few extra bucks if he talks me into this service or that service. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? Well, uh, we have a website that's uh, cleanairmanagement.net and uh, phone number 239-207-0426. And um, either, either one of those are great ways to get in touch with us. And uh, we'd be happy to discuss their issue with them. Uh, a lot of times we just have people that have questions and, and that's fine too. Well, that's what being a good neighbor is all about, right, Jim? Yes, sir. <laughs> and that's what we're here for. Yeah. So be a good neighbor. Love it. Love it. Well, I really appreciate you spending a few moments with us and sharing uh, your story here. And we wish you the absolute best going forward. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you very much. And good luck to you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.